When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome into the Starcaster Gamarks Studios. I am Ryan Chambers and this is Starcaster Gamarks. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network and we are brought to you by DraftKings. Make sure you use that promo code THPN next time you go and use their app for a special little something something. Uh, this is the PGR episode for game 10 of the regular season. Stars against the Calgary Flames, and uh, they do end up winning tonight by a final score of 4-3 to three in overtime, and uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about, including why I'm still kind of uh, a, a little bit hacked off as to why, uh, you know, why this keeps happening, but we'll get into that. But at this time, I want to welcome in James. Uh, Chris did a great job in, with the last PGR, so we thought we'd give... Uh, Chris, the night off tonight, so you're y'all are gonna be stuck with me and James tonight. So anyway, James, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Well, and anyways, guys, uh, some of y'all had been uh, texting me and asking me, or in uh, DMing me on Twitter, asking me about uh, why I haven't been around. Uh, I've been a little busy with my band director job. We just went to state and uh, placed 19th out of 25. So we're really, I'm really proud of my kids. So uh, shout out to my Crane kids there, but. Very happy to be back here talking uh, Star Hockey with uh, you guys. Um, so, James, uh, you know, Stars do end up winning tonight by a final score of 4-3 to three in overtime. So this is uh, one of the big storylines coming out of uh, tonight after the game is that this is the first time the Stars have scored four goals in a regular season game. Um, what are your original thoughts of this game? Um, honestly, not too surprised that they end up scoring four goals after finally being able to pass that two in regulation every night but it 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 was a it was an interesting game to watch a lot a lot of back and forth a lot of mood swings so so let's just go ahead and just jump right into this um the scoring the, the stars had an excellent first period absolutely excellent first period and it started with a De- Dennis Garyanov goal from a beautiful pass by Mira Haskinen. And uh, they score on the power play. Dennis Garyanov gets the ha-ha-ha to uh, Rick Bonus, And lots of people on Twitter saying, ha-ha, take that bonus. However, he he allows the Stars to go up one nothing to start off. Yeah, that's just Garyanov being hungry after getting healthy scratched, I think. Because... That he's he's lurking on that entire goal if you see it. Mm-hmm. 
And what's actually funny is that on Twitter, uh, Kyle Shohara, I, I hope I'm saying his name right, he's the social, one of the, uh, di I think he's the digital manager for the Stars. He actually predicted Como to get the first goal, and I was literally fixing to put Como out there. And instead, I went with Geary, and I was right. So there we go. Anyways, uh, great first period overall by the Stars uh, in general. What, what were some of the things that you saw that the Stars did really well in the first period, James? Just not letting the Flames get momentum at all in that first period, especially with how hot the Flames have been. I mean, I think they have, they, they've been on a tear at the beginning of the season, but just keeping, keeping them out of our zone and mainly staying in their zone for the full period. It was a very good period. Now, I, I did put this on Twitter that I, I didn't think it was an amazing period, and I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me. On that, it was a very good period for the Stars. And I, th I think the word I used specifically was solid. But there were still some turnovers that I did not like. And uh, Hudobin really did come up big uh, with a couple of saves in that first period. But anyways, getting into the uh, second period, Milan Lucic scores. He ties the game. Uh, fluky goal. Uh, it, it seems like, that this, yeah. like half the goals the Stars give up are fluky goals right now. And uh, that ties it one-to-one. I mean, I, I'm gonna give the Flames some credit here because it was it was shot at Lucha. I don't know how to say his name, but he, and he, and he, yeah, and he he got to it and was able to tip it towards the net. I mean that that that's what they were hoping for on the play, and it it paid out for them. So, and then uh, later on, uh, Matthew Kachuk scores power play goal from uh, and it's uh, from Lindholm and Anderson, and you know. After a really good first period, you know, the, the and I put this on Twitter, the Flames were pushing. And with about seven minutes gone in the second period, they really started pushing. And then you could obviously see the momentum swing in that second period. Yeah, for sure. And I actually put this on Twitter as well. But when you, when you tweeted that out, I was like, you, you, I think your tweet was uh, time to buckle down and play defense. And what I replied was more like time to stay out of the box. And and they, <laughs> they they failed to do it, and they and the flame scored on it. So it's just our luck. I, I don't know what it is. But uh, anyways, so going in from there, uh, Matthew Kachuk, you know, allows Calgary to go up uh, two to one. However, and I think this was the big turning point in the game for the Stars. Como gets a fluky goal himself and a goal that should not have gone in markstrom should have had that literally with about six seconds remaining into the period and that's a blake como goal his first of the season from raffle and haskinen so haskinen so far has two assists in the game and that puts a very different spin on a really bad period for the stars and it allows the stars to go into the third period and you know tied and make it a 20 minute game yeah that that halts the all the momentum that the Flames got from their two goals, and I don't think it's just the two goals. That's them getting back to how they were feeling in their previous games right there. And the fact that we are able to score just before the period ends and tie it up and, and go into the break tied, it's, it, it, it really it, it would have been a completely different game had that not gone in. Yeah, I'm going to pull this up. Uh, Eric Kurtenbach, I hope I'm saying that right, Eric. Uh, still too much inconsistency. Second period used to be ours. We can't uh, get out of them now. Yeah, and I completely agree with him on that. It, you know, second periods used to be one of the best periods for the Stars uh, historically. And uh, 
it's, it just seems like this year it's. So, uh, moving on and, uh, doing more, we go into the third period and like we said, it's tied two to two and, uh, you know, that gives the game a little bit of a different perspective for the Stars. You know, this is a game that we could go out and uh, really, really make sure that we win despite, you know, really screwing up in the second period. And, yeah, and, and also this is this is the most, this is the game that we've been playing all year. We've been playing going to the third tide all year long. That, that's, that's all we've been playing. I think there's been a couple of times where we've been down and i think we've been up once but both the time going to third we're, we're it's a tied game for us so we're going into a third period that we're kind of comfortable with whether we like it or not <laughs> right unfortunately we shouldn't be comfortable with it and and, and uh th thank god you know going into the third period tyler sagan he gets his fourth of the, of the year uh from radulov and haskinen and it was again it was a you know, it wasn't like anything, you know, spectacular or amazing. Throw it at the net. It's a double deflection off of uh, Sagan, and Sagan puts the stars up early, which is exactly what you want going into a tie game in a game that, you know, you should probably be down going 2-1 to one going into the third period. But instead, now you're up 3-2. to two. Yeah, that, that's just Sagan putting putting in the work that he's done the past couple of games, sitting in front of the net and getting those tips and working it towards the net. And you know the the stars had opportunities to uh to make it to make it even further and go up four to two, but and I kept talking about this and I've talked about this multiple times and several of our PGRs this season, that the stars need to get that insurance marker. They have to get that second goal and go up two goals so that if they do make a mistake, it leaves them a little bit of wiggle room. The way that they play, and and uh, maybe maybe I should save that for here in a second. We'll get into that. Yeah. But anyways, Zadorov uh, scores later on at, at 16:03 in the third from uh, Shillington and Markstrom. So Markstrom actually gets an assist on uh, that, and it was a it was a great shot. I'll give Zadorov that. It was a great shot, and that's kind of when I lost it. I, I, I and we'll we'll get into why I lost it here in a little bit, and I lost it on Twitter a little bit too. So, anyways, James, go it, ahead. It kind of it kind of sucks too, just because of how everything went down. Like, they it, it goes back into their zone, and then they say that Marsham played it in the little can't play area, you know, where you get the penalty. I don't even know what that's called. But in the corners, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I, I don't know that that must that must just. <laughs> just made the flames so mad and they go back and they they score off this play and they get their penalty back their callback call which is fair but it it just stinks and i still don't understand the radulov penalty i still I don't understand what happened I, it was just a get back call i think well i mean i don't even remember what it was was it like it a was uh... it was slashing okay so it was something that I, happened I before the goal it. No, they, they, they timed it at the same time as the goal. So it, I think it was truly just like like they kind of saw something that could have been called a penalty, and they are like, yeah, we're just going to give that back. <laughs> well, either way, uh, you know, the dying minutes of the third period, this uh, Calgary ends up making it 3-3, uh, three to three, and, of course, everybody in Stars land is thinking – Oh crap! Here we go, here again. We go again. And it's just and 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 again we'll get into it here in a second. 
Um, OT rolls around. The Stars, it, it looks like the game against Winnipeg where they're not control. They got zero possession basically the entire overtime yeah. except for twice. The first time, they did absolutely nothing with it, and they gave it right back to Calgary. Yeah, the second time, all they needed is just a shot from Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn puts it in the back of the net for a second of the year from uh, from Raffle and Pavelski, I believe. Was it Raffle? Um it was Pavelski and Kleinberg, excuse me. Pavelski and Kleinberg, and uh, that sends the Stars to a 4-3 to overtime victory over the Calgary Flames. So, um, it, any specific storylines coming out of this uh, game that you want to touch on first, James? Because i got a couple. Okay, so the thing that I was watching a lot tonight, and it's partially because we didn't do good on it on Tuesday night either, was the face-off battle. This is a team that we should kill in the face-off battle, like, nine times out of ten, without a doubt. And we, I think we end up losing the face-off battle, like, 49 to 51, so narrowly losing the face-off battle. But we, we shouldn't be losing the face-off battle. I'm going to play Chris's side for him, since he's not here. This is, this is <laughs> a team that should not be losing face-offs like that. And and it, it was a problem last game too. We lost the faceoff battle against the Jets too. So I, I, I don't know what's wrong with, with our faceoffs right now, but I'm I'm frustrated at that particularly. And you know, I agree with you. Just to throw the, the faceoff percentages up here for you for the for the stats, it was fifty one to forty nine percent and it was a lot worse than that uh, after the second period. So the stars did win some key faceoffs in the third period, but however it's this is one of the things that we talked about with the addition of Luke Glendinning, especially, is the fact that the face-off percentage for the Stars should be, we should win the face-off battle every single game. And that yeah. hasn't been seen consistently. We, we've had some great games where we've dominated the dot, but it hasn't been consistent enough yet. And, and even more frustrating is in the game, we even knew that they could do it. Because this consistent thing that they've been doing all season, too. They were winning the face-off battle. Like, I don't know what it was. I wasn't paying attention. But they were winning the face-off battle after the first period. And then they they lose it in the second and never got it back. Like, why do we keep losing the face-off battle in, in, the, second, in the second period? I, I don't understand it. So... And I, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. That's one thing that we should consistently be winning on, and we just haven't been. Um, here, here's a couple of other storylines, just kind of looking at some of the comments here, especially on uh, YouTube. we got a lot of people in tonight. Thank you, guys. Uh, Y'all keep commenting and let us know what you want us to talk about because there's a, a lot of good things that uh, we need to talk about. Um, but I'll go back to Eric here. Um, Eric uh, Kurtenbach, benching Gary was at, or is asinine especially for a team starving for offense. That is a borderline fireable offense. Um, so uh, for those of you that don't remember, that was a big storyline coming into this game is the fact that Geary was a healthy scratch uh, last game, and he's put back into the uh, into the lineup again tonight, and he gets the first goal for the, uh, for the Dallas Stars. Um, so looking at that did bonus do the right thing or did he do the wrong thing or or what's the what's what's the thought process there honestly um i'm gonna slightly side with bonus on this one not fully because i still think it was a stupid thing to do 
but Guryanov played the best game of the season so far. Like, easily his best game on both sides of the puck, too. Like, he, he was making great back-checking plays, great just being able to get the puck out of the defensive zone and being able to get a line change in for everyone. And he scores a goal in the game. Like, that, like Bonus got what he wanted from it. Whether whether everyone calls him stupid and says that, oh, he got showed up, all of that, right? But he got exactly what he wanted. He got exactly what he wanted out of Gurionov. NFL fans hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do... You win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook is, isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> You know, and Brandon says the same thing. Eric is right. There was no reason to to scratch Gary. Bones messed that up last game. Um, you know, I, I still don't know how I feel about it. And it, it's, it's, it's completely weird. It's like I don't have an opinion on this topic, and normally I do. Because I can see both ways. I, I can understand why he took Gary out, because Gary was not playing all that well and not what we've been expecting from him. Uh, through the first, you know, 10 games of the season. Um, but he did something right in scratching him because tonight he's one of the reasons why we won the game. He got the game going for the Stars. Without that first goal, I don't think the Stars win this game. And again, I think, like, Gary's defensive side in this in this game was just crazy to me. Like, he was all over the ice all night long. So whether... Whether everyone th thought that he was stupid or not, or still thinks that it's stupid, I mean, again, bonus, he he, he got what he wanted out of it. It, it worked. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm siding with bonus. <laughs> I, I still don't know if I'm siding with bonus or not. Uh, Evie Man says, in bones we trust, and Brandon again says, in bones we have our doubts. <laughs> you know, I, I will agree with Brandon there that uh, in bones we have our doubts. I, I've, he's... I don't. I don't know, man. I really. Excuse me. I got a cough. <clears throat> I. I still don't know how I, I. How I feel about him. I really don't. Uh, but he seemed to make a decent. Uh, a decent call on this one. I. I, I don't know whether to give him props or just say it was all Garyanoff and not Bones at all. So, um, speaking of uh, the Garyanoff goal, uh, someone who we absolutely have to talk about tonight is the play of Mira Haskinen. Um, the guy was an absolute beast tonight. There, He should be up for the Norris, and he should be in the Norris conversation uh, this season. I mean, the guy is everywhere. He does everything for the Stars. Um, he He's there offensively. He's there defensively. He plays in every single kind of situation. And 
he continues to completely lead by example for this Dallas Stars team that, you know, really needs offense. And he's providing not just the defense that we expected from him, but the offense that we expected from him as well. Three assists tonight. And, yeah. you know, a plus two and the plus minus. Talk about uh, Mira Heiskanen's play tonight. Right. And, and it's it, it's great to see because, I mean, especially he had a lot of early season points too. So he had kind of gone away from it for the past couple of games, but he got back to it this game, which was really nice to see. And if he, he, if he keeps up with his points, I, he will be in the, in the running for the Norris this year. And you know, you know, I'm going to go with Eric here as well. He had some amazing board and uh, slick stick plays to maintain possession. Try and say that five times fast. Slick stick plays. Slick stick plays. Anyways, the there was one in particular that he like did a complete spinorama on somebody, and he was able to get the puck out of the zone because of what he did. But, um, you know, I don't know where this team would be without Miro Haskinen. Honestly, right now, we wouldn't even be close to where we are right now. Three Calgary wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no there's no way that this Stars team is as good as they should be uh, without the player, Mayor Haskinen. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about the guy. He, I mean, he just does everything right. There was one play that I was like, okay, that was a bad turnover. That was it. But he immediately made up for it. He, he skated back, he got the puck, and he got it out of the zone. It was one bad play that I remember seeing tonight. Everything else, he was all over the place. And, uh, you know, speaking of which, hopefully he's okay. I I'm not quite sure what happened on that play. So, uh, but So what I think happened there, well, it, it was like it, from the Calgary Flames dude who it, he ran into a Calgary Flames player accidentally mm -hmm. on purpose for Calgary, right? Like. I don't think that he was caused a bit of interference or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't like trying to hurt him, but he was trying to to stop him. But he kind of shoved his arm like into him straight, so kind of like jammed his wrist from what it looked like. And it, I mean, he played the rest of the game fine, so hopefully he is fine. But it it was it was a weird play that happened on. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, hopefully he's okay and uh, he's ready to go uh, for the next game. I think we're playing Vancouver on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday at a, on a late game. Sunday night at uh, nine. So, uh, so let's let's also talk about this play as well because this was a very good point and I'm glad that uh, Brandon keeps commenting. Keep him coming, Brandon, because you you're giving us everything that we need to talk about. Uh, speaking of making up for bad plays, Brandon says, Blake freaking Como went from zero to hero in two minutes. Now I got uh, zero to hero from yeah. uh, Hercules running through my head. Yeah. But anyways, um, so yeah, talk about Blake Como. Well, well, that's actually kind of like, he, he, he made an a awful play <laughs> trying to lift his stick and tried it like three times and missed every single time. And on the last time, he smacks the dude in the face. So it, it's high sticking. <laughs> It annoys the crap out of me because of how many ice-sticking calls we get. Um, and our little group chat that we have that we talk about, that we send stuff in the game, right? I, I like, spammed out on my keyboard because I was so mad at how many ice-sticking calls that we got. <laughs> I, like, yep. it, it, and I think it's more frustrating to me just because of the last three games where our penalty kill hasn't been great the last three games. So, like, if you can't kill the penalty, stay out of the box. But... It, it, it's just so frustrating to see more and more high-sticking calls for me. Yeah, and 
the that's one of the things that I always talk about is just stay out of the box. I mean, isn't that one of the things I say all the time? Stay out of the box and we'll be okay because typically five on five are pretty good. And if we take advantage of our power plays, we'll win the game. I I typically say that because our power play is pretty good. And uh, our penalty kill has actually sucked so far this uh, this season. Actually, um, so I went back and looked. And in the first seven games, uh, we had 21 penalties, right? And only three goals, right, against. So it's like 86%, which isn't, like, awful. But in the last three games, we've had 12 penalties, and there's been four goals. So last three games have been awful on the penalty kill, and I think that's why I'm so frustrated at it. Yeah, that's, a, that's what, 67% on the penalty kill in the last couple of games? Yeah. Then? One for every three is going in, so... Yeah. And so that's something that we need to take as a, a negative out of this game is the stars need to get better on the uh, penalty kill. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention, and I, I blew up on Twitter a little bit because um, I'm just I'm so sick of the way that this team plays. And, it, and it, it's almost like you can count on it. It's like it's like predictable. And here's what I and I'm gonna go into a little little bit of a rant here, so I, I apologize for those of you listening, but I am so so sick and tired of watching a Dallas Stars team that either uh, you know gets the lead and then squanders it away, or they they you know pull within uh, one or they tie the game or whatever and then just lose it in overtime. And I'm glad I was wrong in this game. I don't get me wrong. I'm I am glad that, that you know that was wrong and everything, but I'm just so sick of the way that the team plays right now. And this goes back to the whole thing of me saying we have to win in regulation. You have to get a wet regulation win. You in the in the playoffs if you play like this, you're not gonna win. You're not. That that's just plain and simple in my opinion. You are not going to win playoff games the way that they're winning these uh, overtime games and, and shootout wins or whatever they're doing. So there, and, and this was one of the one of the stats that they pulled up during the game is uh, that the Stars and the Coyotes are the only two teams Without in the entire NHL that have not won in regulation yet. And it used to be Chicago on that list as well, but but Chicago finally won a game in regulation, and we got. I, I mean, am I far off in thinking like this, and or you know, am I, I wrong in being pissed off still about I, I this? I think you're wrong in being mad or upset about it, but honestly, it's really freaking fun to watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Like, yes, it, it makes everything interesting. It, yes. it really does, but like, it, it is frustrating. It would have been more frustrating if we were doing this last year because we would have just lost every overtime game. So it's That's true. nice That's to true. actually go into overtime and be like, hey, we can win this game now, right? But, yeah, it is, it's is—it's a problem that we can't win in regulation yet. I mean, we're, we're a team that that has a 500, that we're even in the standings now, and we still haven't won a game in regulation. So, and that that's just absurd. And, and and again, I'll say it. I'm glad we won the game. I I, I really am. I really am. But you, you know, you know, uh, Ben scored the goal, and I was just like, great. 
I, I wasn't jubilant or excited or anything. And I, I'm, I was comparing it to the way that I reacted when Gary Onoff scored in the home opener. I was ecstatic. I was like, oh, that was awesome. I'm so excited. But then we continued to play that way where we kind of squandered the lead away or whatever. And I was just like, that's what I, that's, I, I, I don't know. It, it was just a weird reaction the way that I reacted to the end of the game. Uh, honestly, for tonight, for for letting the the flames come back into it, it, it really happened in that first period. Like, we should have been up in that first period 3-0. to zero. We had two crazy post hits in that period. One from Hintz, where he just nailed dead on the post. Like, tried to kill the post. I, I, he probably left a dent in it with how, like, solidly he hit it, right? And then, mm -hmm. and then also with Lindell, I mean, yeah, he doesn't normally score, but, like, he hits he hits a post as well. Like, has the goalie beat, is in a great spot to take shot, and nails the post as well. So that's, like, two, two great chances that don't even count as shots again. And so our, our posts keep haunting us. So this kind of goes into what I was talking about, but uh, hey, Logan, how you doing, man? Uh, go and check out his uh, YouTube channel. He's got a channel that he does stuff on uh, if you got free time. Um, Logan's saying when we take the lead, they stop playing aggressive at all, and he's also saying that it's all on Rick Bonus. Um, to some point, I agree with that. Uh, do you disagree with that? Agree with that? Indifferent about it? What do you, what do you think? I partially agree with it, but at the at the same time, like I feel like if if Bonus is gonna be like that, then like he wants to play defensive, then we gotta take the rush chances when we get them, cause like, and, and I'm sure that's part of Bonus's coaching too. But like, if, if we get the puck and we have like a two on two the other way, let's say, I I say right now, nine times out of ten, we're dumping that into the zone and getting a line change. And if we could even just move that to like 50% of the time, we try to we try to go in and we try to either get possession in the offensive zone, or or take a shot on goal and try to score. Like it would make it so much better. But it it I feel like and I feel like that's a big reason why we lose second period so hard right now because it I I, I don't know if I just noticed it tonight, but every time that we had possession in the flame zone, which we did sometimes tonight in the second period. Every time we did that and they got the puck back, they would skate it into our zone. They never dumped it into our zone and, and went and got a change. They never did it, not once. I did not notice them do it once. It it, it just, it, it gives so much more, puts so much more pressure on the other team because then you, you, you can't go and get that change while the other team is changing too. Like, you just can't. You have to get back and you have to defend. So it, it goes back to this whole dump and chase versus carrying the puck into the zone. At, and, at least in the and, second and, for me, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned this. Uh, I, th I think I mentioned this to either Chris or one of my other buddies that I was talking with, um, texting. But uh, it, it just seems like when we, when we actually carry the puck into the zone, there's more of a chance to actually do something with the puck. And and you know I'm even fine with like you know you know taking it up to the up to the blue line entering the blue line and then dumping it into the uh, into the corner I'm fine with that but what I hate is dumping it in from the red line 
especially when we're trying to to get a goal or whatever. And I I I hate the whole dump and dump and chase uh, conception right now because it doesn't seem to be working for us all that much. And it's I understand it's a high percentage, you know, of getting it deep and then less happens in our zone and stuff like that. But when we're striving as a team to get more shots, to get more offense going, and you know that it's more likely we're going to get more goals by taking the puck and actually carrying it in the zone. It just makes more sense to do that, right? Yeah. Is that unforeseeable or am I stupid? I mean, it's it's. Well, I know fair. I'm already stupid, but yeah. You know, it, it's fair, but like. <laughs> Chris is not here to say it, so I just got to say it for myself. <laughs> it, it, I really feel like it does like hurt more in the second period too. Like in the first period, if you dump and 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 you try to chase and they get the puck back, at least you don't have to like change right then and get off. You skate back and you have the chance to be able to change over towards your zone so that the other person can jump off the other high, the other side of the bench and be in the defensive zone already. But in, in the second period, that can't happen. You, you just get you get caught and they get rushes all the time. So, I mean. The shots is definitely a problem, but tonight I didn't think it was. Honestly, they had they had good chances that they probably should have scored on and hit posts. But I didn't. You didn't see too much tonight where you just like like they just shot into the pad or just shot into the logo. I felt like most of the shots tonight were good shots. Yeah, and, and I mean, we could talk for ages about, about this and everything, but I agree with you. The shots have been better over the past couple of games, and uh, the the percentage of shots that they've had and also, like, the danger of the shots have been better as well. And uh, we've seen that with the amount of posts that they've been hitting over the past couple of games. But again, it, it, it they don't ask how many posts do you hit. They ask you, did you get it in the net? And that's what they care about is the goals, and we need to see more of that from uh, – from the Dallas Stars. Um, anything else we need to talk about tonight, James? I think we've pretty much hit just about everything. Is there anything you can think of? Uh, Hint still hasn't scored. He needs to score so that he can start being the crazy point person that we were saying he was going to be at the beginning of the season. And we, and we haven't seen that yet. I, I really feel like if he just gets that first one, he's just going to explode off offensively, and that's what I'm kind of hoping for. But Yeah, I mean, he's hit uh, like – We'll see from that. He, he hit the one goal and that was disallowed in the last game for offsides, and I think he's hit at least three posts, like he solidly hit three posts. So it's it's very frustrating. Uh, he, will, he will get it eventually. I, I definitely uh, think that uh, that he will. So, anyways, guys, um, uh, b- before we sign off uh, tonight, I-, I would like uh, to thank y'all for all the all the comments I'm getting about uh, my new uh, little uh, job that I got. I'm I'm actually uh, I've actually uh, taken on a contributor writing position with Blackout Dallas, which is I think the company is called Fansided. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, to get that going. So not only are you going to hear me ranting on my podcast about uh, the Dallas Stars, but now you get to see uh, my writings. And uh, I apologize for any, uh, you know, rants that you, you may get on that. And I think I might I might have one for tonight, but we'll see. Um, so anyways, thank you guys. I'm really excited for that opportunity, and I'm excited for you guys to uh, – to uh, hear my articles and uh, to read my articles on that. So, 
Anyways, uh, one more thing, because uh, I did I did want to mention this, and I forgot. And Brandon, you're doing it again, man. Keep it going. Um, on a positive note, Dobby looked good tonight. One Mickey Mouse goal and two others. 30 for 33 isn't a bad night. Right. And he gave us exactly what we needed. It, it was hilarious how he played, too. It was like it was like watching the circus up there, and he was still keeping out of the net. So. Yep. It, it, it's And it's like he couldn't make a save look easy. Yeah. It, it, just, it just had to be hard. He had to do it to drop me. a stick and a blocker for one of them, so. Right, and then he had like a spinorama for another yeah. one, and then, and then he barely he had to like back out with it as he was going with the, in an overtime on the save that he made. So, but it worked. So, it it, it worked. It worked. So it, he was he was good enough for us tonight. He wasn't like you know, uh, monstrous or anything like that. But he was good enough uh, for us tonight for us to take the W. So. Um, anyways, guys, I think we're going to cut it off here tonight. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts uh, across Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and make sure that you uh, subscribe to this uh, to the YouTube channel or to Twitter, Twitch or wherever you're watching this from. We'd really appreciate it. And then uh, you guys who are listening on the podcast side the next morning, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, once again, Stars win tonight by a final score of 4-3 to three in overtime. And uh, we'll be back with you guys on, I guess it'll be Monday morning early. And with uh, the PGR after the Vancouver game. Good night, guys, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side.